0: Okay, and now I want to invite all of those who are getting baptized to come up here and stand up front in a line, okay? They're going to share their testimony. They promised me very briefly because I think we have over 20 people getting baptized. So, and, uh, so, but they're going to be sharing their testimony right up front here. Yep, 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 yep. Up front, up front. Not back back here behind me. So right up front. There you go. And... uh, These people, I have met with them, they have uh, decided to repent of their sins. They've recognized that sin is the bad guy. It is what has wrecked this world. They don't want to have any part in it. They they see their own sin as bad. They want to change, but also recognize that in their own strength they cannot. And so they're repenting of their sins, and they're placing their faith, and they've placed their faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They're trusting that Jesus' death on the cross is what brought about the forgiveness of their sins. Not their good works, not any ceremony, not anything, but their faith in Jesus Christ. So they're trusting in Him and in Him alone for their salvation. But they are also outwardly expressing this faith in baptism. I've encouraged each of them to also remember that according to Romans 6, we are buried in baptism, and they're going to see their baptism as a burial. They are dying to the old way of life, the way of the world, and they are rising again in newness of life to live for Jesus Christ and Him alone as their Lord and their Savior. And uh, I am excited to hear their testimonies. I've already heard them. and Oh, we have a different one? Okay, great. So Aaron, is, you're going to take the microphone, and we're going to hear each of their testimonies uh, what God, how God has brought them to Jesus and to this place in their life.
1: Okay, so
2: I will hold the microphone so that we get a good, solid sound out of this, all right?
0: And tell your names, and then your, your testimony. Uh,
2: my name's Galen Bicking. Uh, are there any other fourth-grade children out there yet, or are they all on their swings in the play area? If there's some there that's the age group of my testimony. And my, I'm dedicating my testimony today to my father, who passed away at the age of 57 back in 1977 of kidney cancer. I'm dedicating this testimony to him. I grew up in a Christian home in South St. Paul, Minnesota. And the closest swear word I ever heard my father say was, Oh, fiddlesticks. Every Every summer before I could, I could. Uh, every summer before I could hardly walk all the way through my vocational years, I, I went to my grandparents' farm between the northern twin cities of Graston and Brunswick. The summer going into fourth grade, my parents told me I couldn't go to the farm unless I went to Bible camp at Camp Coronas over here in Painesville. I was devastated, as so I said, the farm dog needs me there. Previous year, we we trapped 23 gophers and two skunks in the field, plus eight rats in the barn. I need to go to the farm. Lo and behold, I went to Bible camp. The first couple nights, they had campfire with testimonies around with all ages. They said, if if no one's going to give their testimony, I'm going to start picking somebody. I creeped down low and behind the, the crowd, and I thought, oh boy, I don't know what to say. Don't pick me. So I... I didn't get picked. That night, the counselor was talking to us, saying goodnight to us in our, in our rooms, and he, I called him over to my bunk, and I said, I don't know if I'm saved or not. I don't know if I'm going to heaven. He said, well, let's read John 3.16. We read John 3.16. He prayed, and he said, do you believe that? I said, oh, yeah. I always believed in Jesus, that he died for me. He says, you're good. You're going to heaven. Well, the next step, baptism. Wrong. I didn't like to get my head dunked underwater, so I, I and relatives on the farm after a, a hot summer day doing chores would go to the river and swim, and they wanted to dunk me under. And I was I was uh, falling face down in the water at one point when I was small, and somebody picked me up, and that scared me. Plus, the the church that I grew up in, if you were if you were baptized, you could you could take communion but there's no way I was going to put my lips around this this cup that was going to be in passed so my final years in vocational school I I decided I had to enlist in the armed forces or get drafted so what did I pick I picked the navy so the uh, the last uh, <clears throat> the last summer I had to learn how to swim I asked uh, great uncle Herb come up from the metro to visit on a farm and I said Can you teach me how to swim? And he says, I can't teach you how to swim, but I can teach you how to dog paddle. And I said, oh, this is great. I don't have to put my head underwater. And my my farm dog even, he liked swimming with me. It was great. I passed the Navy test. And uh, the moral of my story is, if you've never accepted Christ, you haven't been saved, go to Bible camp. And people, if you haven't been saved, it sticks with you through the thick and thin all through your life. It never leaves you. Thank you. Yeah. We, we
3: to we'll here. Just here. Hi, my name is Mary Holder, and uh, I found Jesus about 15 years ago through having a spiritual experience found in uh, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, the third step prayer uh, says, uh, Grant me victory over my difficulties that I may bear witness to thy will, thy power, and thy way of life relieving me of the bondage of self in order to overcome addiction. Um, addiction is very powerful. It's, it's very uh, hereditary, and um, it is um, a pathway to peace. Hardship can be a pathway to peace, and so I am grateful for that. That's all.
4: Hi, my name is Rick, and I'm an alcoholic. My wife said this was an AA meeting. (laughs) And there was going to be swimming afterwards. (laughs) I'm kidding. That was my wife who just left. And 20 years ago, we met in AA. And through a bunch of trial and tribulation, we ended up divorced. But because we shared kids, we still saw each other quite a lot. And after a few years, I couldn't understand how she could be so happy in life that didn't include me. I found out that it was through Christ that made her happy. So after investigating and going to a, a Bible weekend camp, I found Christ. And through Christ, I have found happiness, and this is just the next um, step in our, in our journey after being divorced, we got remarried 3 years ago and today life could not be happier with Christ in it. And the guys told me if I got baptized, baptized, I wouldn't have to let Larry win in golf. <laughs>
1: Hello, my name is uh, Ryan Winter, and uh, I just want to tell you a little bit of what happened to me. Uh, I got saved this year in February. Um, What happened was uh, when I was a kid, I was led to read uh, Revelation in the Bible, and when I read it, uh, I remembered some of the things in the past about what, what it states and some of the things in the past of what it all, what Revelation has in it. And in February, I read a post that showed the meaning of uh, a monster energy drink, where it shows the M and where the letters are not connected, and the meaning is Vav, which is the number six in Hebrew. And there are three numbers meaning Vav, va, va, six, six, six on the can. After seeing that, I had to start researching on the internet looking for information, and I wanted to send a letter to a person on his channel, which was a YouTube channel, and I looked for his address. And as I was looking, <clears throat> I uh, slid the cursor over, and Romans 10.9 popped up. And at that exact moment, I realized that I need to I put my hands up, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord, and I believed in my heart that God raised him from the dead, and you will be saved And at that moment, I uh, felt something that hit me like a charged and as if my arms were buzzing. I've never felt anything like that in my life. And from that point, I understood that I thought that I was looking for him, but really, he was looking for me. And my knowledge was increased where I realized that if you don't know The things concerning which uh, the Lord saith in a mystery, unless you know the things of the right hand as those of the left, and those of the left as those of the right, and those that are above as those below, and those that are behind as those before, you will not know the knowledge of the kingdom, which means that you have to turn everything upside down to know the truth. Thank you.
5: Hello, I'm Lacey Winter. I'm Ryan Winter's wife. Um, I was saved back when I was 13, 14 years old. I was at a event called Kids Under the Tent at Rochester Fest down in Rochester, Minnesota. The last day they said, you know, they asked everybody, you know, oh, if you believe in the Lord and that he came to save you, you know, that he saved you, please come forward and say this prayer with us. Well, I felt compelled and led to go and say that prayer. So I've been saved since then, but I didn't think of baptism until just a couple weeks ago. So
6: that's why I'm here and why it's going on. Hi, my name is Heather Dahl, and my husband, Vernie, and I have been um, attending services with Harvest for the last seven months. And I'll give you a little background about me. Um, I was brought up and practiced as a Catholic much of my life. I received all of the sacraments and attended church fairly regularly. And I thank my parents for exposing me and pushing me to attend church and religious education um, early on as it planted the seed of my belief in God. As I grew older, and up until just about a few years ago, I went through many cycles of drifting away from God and then hearing his call for me to come back to him and the church. It was so easy to use the excuse that I didn't have time, I was too tired or I had other fun things to do instead of give my attention to the Lord. While attending church, I would often catch myself daydreaming and thinking about what I was going to do after and leave without learning or remembering anything that was taught that day. I was just going through the motions because I felt it was the right thing to do. After all, I wanted to get to heaven. Never did I doubt that Jesus was my Savior and Redeemer, but my relationship with him was always one-sided. Him always being there and never giving up on me, but me being the slacker. Yeah, I would reach out and pray when I wanted and needed something to happen in my life, um, or if life was going badly. And I blame Jesus for the difficult times of my life, thinking, how could he really love me and still let these bad things happen to me? Never did I wholeheartedly just pray to give thanks. Thanks for all the blessings in my life, or his unconditional love. In August of 2015, I met and fell in love with this man here, my husband Bernie. And during our courtship, I admired and longed for the relationship that he had with Jesus. He shared many of his wow God stories with me, and I have seen Jesus work through him many times. I began to want and need that same kind of relationship. Not having Jesus at the center of my life was the missing link, the emptiness that I continued to feel. I give God all the credit for having our paths cross. Definitely a wall guide moment. We were married January of 2017 and began looking for a church to attend together. We tried a few but didn't find the right fit. Um, The beautifully lit cross at harvest lured us in, and we have never felt more welcomed or at home as we have there. Pastor Larry, Elizabeth, the associate pastors, the worship team, all of you, thank you for all of the love you've shown us. I've been growing spiritually and now have Jesus in my heart and at the center of our marriage. When I mentioned to my husband about God's um, call to me to be baptized, he was excited and thought, let's do this together. So I'm declaring in front of all of my family... That Jesus paid the ultimate price for my sins, and it's uh, as it states in Romans chapter six. I want to bury my old life and, uh, and rise to walk with Jesus Christ in my new life. I'm committed to following Him and want to live my new life for Him. Thank you.
7: How can you follow that? Well, my name is Vernie. And I'm a recovering addict alcoholic. And I wanted to give you the short version of the 55 years of the journey that brought me here today. So that's what I'll try to do. But uh, I wanted to give uh, thanks to, and a shout out to my mother and, all, and to my, my late father. Because they, they brought me up. They brought me to church. I grew up in the Lutheran church. And I went there kicking and screaming every Sunday. Oh, I mean, I can't sit back and watch the EWA and you No know, little rascals around. Come on. No, but they brought me to church. And you know what? That foundation carried me through the time when the tragic incident happened in my life as an 8-year-old boy. And it was, it was a short time later that um, I, was, I was hooked on alcohol. And alcohol led me to many, many, many other things. But in a, in a short version of that, from the age of about 10 years old to a young man of 24... Um, my addiction brought me to an edge of with, the, with being a recovering cocaine addict. Um, my heart was having palpitations for about two years. And on September 24th, 1987, after all those years of uh, saying, just get me through this week, just get me through this hour, Lord, just get me through this minute, while well, the heart palpitation, it stopped. And imagine everything that you see right now is like a light bulb, and in between that, it just all those lights just. And then next thing I know, you know when it says in the Word that He is the light, well, I I wasn't, I was part of the light. I was like energy. And next, imagine, imagine being an addict and saying that time and time again. Lord, just get me through this, get me through, just get me through. Well, I quit countless times. But in that moment, I surrendered all. And imagine smelling every flower on this planet. I know that I know that I know that was the Holy Spirit. Because when I surrendered all in that moment, I, t- he, I felt a touch. And next thing I know. <laughs> I was back in my body. So I give my life to Jesus Christ. I've been clean and sober since that day, September 24, 1987. And as my wife Heather shares is that we know we're a part of this community and we're a part of this church, and I want to make it known in public that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, and that's why I'm
8: being baptized today. And my name is Tim Miller. I'm from the Brainerd Lakes area. And uh, I was a regular Christian teenager, went to Bible camp. I had God in my life. I was saved. But then drugs and alcohol took over. For the next 21 years, I decided to waste my life. It destroyed me. God blessed me with two children, a wonderful wife, but I kind of lost them both, and it just destroyed me. And... Eight months ago, I was laid up in the hospital, and my family was saying their goodbyes to me, because doctors said I wasn't going to make it. But a miracle happened, I got out of there, and I've been living my life just for the Lord since that day, and I started attending church seven months ago here, and I couldn't find a better place to go through my troubles, and I thank you guys for that, and thank God every day. That's me.
9: Um, My name is Alex Nelson, and I've been wanting to get baptized for a couple years now. And uh, the reason I'm ready today is because a few months ago at church, the chapel services that we had, I felt like they were speaking to me and me personally. And what the speakers taught, I just really uh, felt affected by. And then songs on the radio were coming out, like Reckless Love and I Can Only Imagine and they just taught me that God was trying to win me over and that I should live my life for Him, and He taught me that He loves me so much. And um, teachers at at school have also really helped, um, from helping me set goals in my relationship with God to um, helping me understand Scripture and just um, helping me understand God And that is all why I'm ready today to get baptized and surrender my life to Jesus. Hi, I'm Chris Nelson. I'm his twin. And today, I will tell you why I want to get baptized. Two years ago at Camp Lebanon, we were asked if we personally know God. And I thought to myself, yeah, I know him. And I know that he's the one and only, and he sit, he died on the cross for us. And then after fourth grade, our fourth grade teacher started inviting us to Bible studies, and we'd learn about God early before school started for about 30 minutes. And I started to question if I really knew him. Then the Bible studies and chapels at our school started really speaking to me and, like, Opening my heart towards God, and then when I went to Larry's meeting last Sunday, everything—when he briefly shared the gospel—he everything just clicked into place, and that is why I am here today to get baptized.
5: Hi, my name is Eli, and um, I'm. When I was uh, in a family that always went to church, but I didn't really know what it meant to be a Christian, but when I moved in with the errands, um, I re- remember my mom one night putting me to bed, and I asked if I was going to go to hell if I died, and um, uh, so my mom talked to, to me about what it meant to be a Christian, and um We prayed together, and I became Christian when I was 7 years old, and now I'm 10 years old, and I'm ready to be baptized. Hi, my name is Shelby Kohler, and it's been a difficult past year for our family. Um, My family is currently going through a divorce, and we lost the house that I grew up in. Then we started going back to church. God has blessed us so much so I, now I want to get baptized so I can show everyone that I've asked Jesus into my heart as my personal Savior.
0: Thank you.
10: Hi everyone, I'm Zach Randolph. And about two years ago, I had a lot of, like, anxiety. And my anxiety was about whether I was saved or not. I was super upset about it and I had no peace in that time. And I remember that actually ended up bringing me closer to God. I didn't realize it at that time. It just seemed like the worst thing that had ever happened. But that's kind of when I got saved, because I just ended up trusting Him and putting all my faith in Him. And I hadn't gotten baptized mostly because I was, like, shy. And I, w- I didn't feel like I was ready. And I remember just... About a week, well, we got back yesterday, but this week we had Bible camp in Wyoming. And I remember when I, when I got back yesterday, I just felt like I couldn't wait any longer. And I just, I want to get it done. And I want to be baptized because I love I love Jesus and I want him to be in my life. So I'm getting baptized.
2: Woo, yeah. I'm running out
10: of cords. So. Okay.
5: I'm Bella. Some of you already knew that. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, um, and at a very young age, I was saved, um, can't remember a time and place when I, um, didn't have God in my life, um, but baptism was never in the question, because, um, uh, my family never went to church growing up, which might sound a little weird, um, but, um, through the years, um, even though my faith has wavered, um, God has become the most powerful um, and the biggest and the most beautiful thing about my life. And, um, and baptism just um, recently started slapping me in the face, so here I am.
10: <laughs> so my name is Isaiah Ahrens, and I have known Jesus all my life. I grew up in a Christian home, and how I accepted Jesus in my life was through my parents. Me and my brother got in an argument, and I had said something wrong, so he went and told on me. I was called into the bedroom later, and my parents asked me if I wanted Jesus in my life. And I had said yes, and we prayed that night. And so I've been getting signs of baptism from the past week or two. And I wanted my faith and my walk in with God to be stronger. So that's why I'm getting baptized.
5: Hello, everyone. My name is Josiah, and I'm Isaiah's brother. So I am very happy to be here today, and I'm happy I can share my testimony with you guys. So my whole life I knew Jesus. I live with a Christian family, and how I can came to Christ was I was told how I could be saved by my parents so I went right after and prayed to be saved but the next day I was I prayed ag- again to make sure I was I would be saved I did this 4 times but this one day I said I should do this and I should do this right and I did and I I felt good about it the funny thing is the day after the church picnic in 2017 I said I wanted to be baptized and my mother and my mother said why didn't you do it yesterday and I said I didn't feel like being baptized then and before I wanted to be baptized because I didn't feel like I had a good walk with God but my whole but my uncle told me I should want to be baptized because Jesus tells us to And I said, that's even better. (laughs) That is one important reason why we should be baptized. Thank you.
8: That's all right.
11: right. My name is Kayla Haller. Um, Growing up in Kansas, uh, I did grow up in a um, Christian home, but my dad went to the Catholic church, and my mom took us to a Protestant church. Um, I went to Sunday school. The teachers would go over things, and we'd color papers and stuff, and I just didn't really get a lot out of it. I don't know why, but um, I was confirmed and baptized at the same time at age 12. I don't know why my parents waited till I was 12, but um, this is when I made the decision to accept Christ's death on the cross as payment for my sin. Um, Dad began attending to church with us when we moved to Minnesota, and that made things Uh, a whole lot better. I believe God has led me to Harvest Fellowship at a time when I was very depressed. Uh, My husband and I both have had poor health, um, financial challenges, plus my parents both have Alzheimer's. Mom died, and um, I continue to go to Harvest Fellowship. People knew she had died and knew about my background, and they showed me so much love. Um, and listening to the pastor talk about being born again, I realized that's what I needed to do. So um, I'm here today to let you know that Christ is my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah.
12: I already got tears in my eyes because I'm a sympathy crier. You guys remember from Christmas. Um, my name is Ashley Olson. Sorry. And you've probably seen me around church for 10 plus years and I'm wondering why am I up here getting baptized now, which is something I'm still trying to figure out myself. But um, I grew up in a Christian home. I've been following God for 20 plus years. I've actually been baptized before, um, twice. <laughs> but um, for some reason the past like year, year and a half, God has put on my heart to get baptized again so when baptism rolls around and pastor larry talks about it my husband's like here's your chance here's your chance i'm like nah next time next time and god knows how stubborn i he made me um so the past couple weeks in church every time larry talks about baptism i just get a sick feeling in my stomach so here i am today following god's call and listening to him so yeah.
13: good morning Good morning. My name is Tom Ritchie. Um, Dad, I know you're watching. Um, I grew up going to the Methodist church along with my dad and my sisters because my mom wouldn't have it any other way. Um, In my teens, I fell away uh, quite significantly. Um, uh, Battled addiction for 15 years. I started my journey back to Christ uh, through my recovery. Um, uh, at first, I had difficulty accepting God again um, through all my guilt. Um, so I put my power in, put my life in a power greater than myself, which was a group of individuals um, who are in recovery knowing that God does work through people. So that was my first step back to, to Christ. Um, later on, when my father could no longer drive himself to church anymore, um, I started driving him to Harvest Fellowship. Um, that was my next step. Um, loved coming to Harvest with my dad. Um, felt very, very comfortable Uh, Very, very uh, loved. When my father passed away, I made a commitment that I would get baptized. Um, I talked to a, a co-worker the other day who asked me, why are you getting baptized if you've had a relationship with God for all these years? I said, well, I kind of compare it to getting married. Sharon and I had a relationship before we took our vows. But taking those vows said to all of our friends, family, and to God that we were making a commitment. I've had a relationship with God on and off for all my life. But now I'm making a commitment in front of all of you in front of my dad, in front of God. Thank you.
10: Uh, hi, my name is Tate, and I grew up in a Christian home. And I was never really sure about getting baptized. I had been, um, we'd been through a couple different churches, and I'd always talked about baptism, 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 and when Larry mentioned uh, baptism, I really just got this, short, this really sure feeling in my heart that I, I'm definitely ready and that I should get baptized. And I'd seen God work in my brother's lives and um, my parents, and I really want that in my life, so getting baptized and telling everyone that uh, Jesus Christ is king, and I love him.
4: Yeah.
5: Hi, my name is Morgan Madsen and I live in a Christian home and my parents always brought us to church and that has really helped me in my walk with Christ and also going to youth group has helped with that and um, I've wanted to get baptized for a while now, but I'm really shy and I don't like talking in front of people, but I don't want to wait any longer.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Hello, my name is Katie Thomas. Um, I grew up in a very abusive home. Uh, my parents didn't believe in Christ. In fact, we've had many fights since becoming a Christian about his existence. Um, so it's been a little over a year since I've even talked to them. But anyway, so when I was about 22 years old, I had my first daughter, and I had her with a very broken person, Um He was addicted to drugs, and he used me. And so it brought me to a point where I just didn't want to go on living anymore. And so I was going to jump off the bridge in my hometown. And uh, I walked up to the edge, and I didn't know God. And so I started asking my deceased grandpa (laughs) if he was up there watching over me to give me a sign. Well, obviously, we know that wasn't my grandpa. So uh, I looked down in the water, and there's a single white pelican all by itself just kind of swimming slowly and gracefully in the water, and everything else around it was just pitch black. And to me, it was just like a sign that there's purity in this world amongst all the darkness that's all around us. And so I turned around, and I went home, and on the way home, I saw a cloud in the sky that looked like a baby, and so I was like, "Of course, I need to be here for my daughter." And a couple of months later, I uh, I met my husband. He's my husband now; he wasn't then. And uh, he introduced me to Christ. He told me about being a Christian, and he said, "This isn't something that I can make you do or help you do. This is something you need to do on your own, because it's a relationship between you and God, not me. You and God, you know." And so I um one day I just sat at this sanctuary in my hometown and it took me a little bit, but I was finally able to say the words. And it was just, Christ, I give up my life to you. I I ask you to come into my life, and it was just like it was overwhelming. It was like a a waterfall that just rushed over me with just love and peace and light. And uh so I've been a Christian for about five years now and been Living my life for God every day. You know, obviously I falter. We all do. You're lying if you don't. You're Drop lying if you say you don't. See, look, I faltered right there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's just about time that I get baptized.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.